0: This is a Medicinal Mass Network production. Enjoy. What's up, truth seekers, and welcome back to the FBI Basement. This is the podcast where we watch and review every single episode of the hit 90s TV series, The X-Files, and we do it because we've got nothing better to do here, people.
1: This is what I do on my day off.
0: Uh, society has failed us, really. It is. This is what I'm doing on my day off. <laughs> uh, today on the program, uh, a serial killer is on the loose and carving uh, words into people's chests. In an episode that is so utterly forgettable, I'm having to Wikipedia this crap just to
1: remember what exactly happened. I don't remember anything that happened, and I took no notes.
0: Tune in what? next week for a much better episode we're going to be reviewing, but for now... Well, let's just get courage
1: <laughs> courage people for now courage <laughs> I don't want to do it. Uh, yeah bitch <laughs> no if i have to be here so do you come on <laughs> joining me in
0: this endeavor today is my better half the famous writer
1: humorist podcaster and it's, uh, it's cute that you think i'm famous it's and twi- adorable and twitter dominatrix shannon <laughs> it's adorable and soon to be a pair of checked uh, vans. I'm so excited to find those. It's
0: like this episode is so in- entertaining. She's shopping for shoes while I'm doing. I was all- all- shopping re- for all- shoes and
1: pens, like enamel pens for my lanyard at work. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally what I've been doing since we watched this episode. I have found like a pair of like Doc Martins that I want. And now I found a pair of vans I want.
0: Also joining us today, as usual, is uh, our good friend, Marissa, the Oddite Delight.
1: Marissa!
0: She is an author and a. she she's a. Well, she's soon she to be an author. You're working she's on She's a
2: writer. That. I am published. Uh, oh, that's right.
1: You are published. So fuck me, right?
2: I kind of forgot what it was.
1: <laughs> I completely forgot. Whoops! <laughs> and rounding out the Secret
0: Society's panel is uh, our good friend Valentine. He is the Grand Poobah of the uh, Medicinal Mass Network. And uh, he's uh, got the joy of editing this. Wackiness together.
1: (laughs) I don't even know what that was.
0: eating chips very loudly.
1: He's eating and he's trying to be invisible by not moving. Post your
2: comments as what you think that was on our Facebook page and we'll announce the winner in the next week's episode.
1: What do they win? The thing that you were eating?
2: I can't give away any hints, all right? (laughs)
1: anyway moving along we are so desperate to not review this episode we are just going to sidetrack as much much as possible because it's not great it's it's pretty fucking stupid uh
0: this is episode 12 of season two
1: and it was uh written by sarah b charmo who will never write for this show ever again after this and directed by rob (laughs) coven oh man Yeah, here's the thing. This is like one of those things that like people take Chris Carter to like tax task for. Like you don't have enough women writing. And I feel like it's like he just is like, I don't need to because look at this episode. It's awful.
0: This is called Aubrey, by the way. I think I I didn't give the title of this episode yet.
1: No, it had a title. Holy fuck. Okay, I get. Yeah. Ah,
2: this one was called name here.
1: Right. (laughs) uh forgettable episode 485 it's
0: uh epi- it layered originally in january 6th of 1995 and uh before we get into the recap i'd like to remind you all that the fbi basement comes to you every thursday give or take with uh no commercial with no commercial interruption and at no charge to you however if you like what we do and how we do it you can come to Patreon and essentially buy us all a pepperoni pizza. Or these really cool vans that I want. You can support us through patreon.com slash the FBI basement. You become our patron for even a donation of $1 per month that gets you access to all sorts of extra audio goodies some art goodies, access to our Discord server where the community of basement dwellers is growing and kind of congealing. Ew. Everyone is required to wear deodorant. Ew. <laughs>
1: just kick it on. Oh. I wanted one day where this wasn't going to be something we talked about. Uh, no, never. Can we yes. just have like a recording where I don't feel like I need to throw up <laughs> just once? Like... Every time we say something, it's like it's either about this or it's about poop or oh
2: It starts off. We got uh, the opening scene with this dude. Um It's John Locke from Lost. Yeah, that's characters. true.
1: There is John Locke from Lost. There is that guy.
0: He was also like Riker's former commanding officer in yes, an episode of Star was. Trek. Yeah, yes, it was that- he was that in that one, that so in that one, just, where he was, where like Riker did, where, where like they were involved in a mutiny, and they were like testing like illegal cloaking devices. That's yeah. And they got they
2: got stuck episode. inside of a meteor. Yeah, that would was. You were, would
1: you guys rather talk about Federation. that episode of Star Trek than this episode of The X Files?
2: Okay,
0: well, this guy's a cop, right? He's in the he's in the he's in his office, and it's a pretty chaotic office. Everybody's going around, and uh, there is a police detective. Who is pregnant and uh she is having some crazy ass visions.
1: Did anyone else just not understand that they were in like a police station there? Like when they were watching this?
2: I thought it was funny though, how uh she hands him the note.
1: Well, fuck. You know, tells, okay. her, tells her tells
2: with his eyes to to like fuck off. Like, come on.
1: I'm busy, I'm on go phone. away. <laughs>
0: I'm busy, go away. And we should talk. I am busy go away i am busy. Does it come out immediately that this is the that, that it's that he's the baby daddy?
1: Yeah, it, it's pretty. Ab-
0: obvious that it's like
1: oh okay because he literally looks at her like we'll talk about this i know a place like he is he is preparing to have the speech about here is what we're going to do about how you're going to get that abortion Mm. like that's that's all but said in that scene anyway she's having
0: crazy ass visions and they are leading her out to this field in the middle of nowhere Where she goes down and digs and finds uh, the remains of a corpse that has been there for quite some time. And uh, amongst the um, uh, remains she she is digging up, she finds an old FBI badge. I'm talking really old. Vintage, you
2: might say. There's another Monster of the Week episode. This one... Uh, the frame stealing monster shows a heavy appearance in this, in this
1: yeah. Series. The frame stealing monster is really busy this week, guys. He's an elusive creature, we don't see him much,
2: but he's like he's he's always in the frames that are stolen out, so you can't see him. He's a no apparition. All right. Do you think
1: it's like the silence from like Doctor Who? Like maybe we do see him, but because you just
2: forget about it, because you it's forget so bad. that we've seen him,
1: yeah. And uh, opening theme.
0: All right, that's good. Mulder and Scully uh, come in to identify the body, uh, and it turns out it is a former agent and now a current skeleton uh, who disappeared in the 1940s.
1: I didn't even realize that they had an FBI back in the 1940s.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, someone... But I thought they were entirely concerned with um, uh, uncovering communists. Wait, this is like, what,
1: 1942?
2: Yeah. Mulder has a really funny uh, sentence here. He says, "I'm always intrigued by women named BJ." Uh,
1: to be <laughs> fair, uh, the the FBI was not really worrying about serial killers back then. Uh, yeah, they were they were looking at yeah communists and Nazis and
0: Are you now, or have you ever been a member of the communist party?
1: I think you know the answer to that. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gotten married. Yes, God damn it, Todd! Stop asking. Why did the KGB stop
0: sending you letters?
1: <sighs> I, I was too aggressive. <laughs> also, my my advice was not very good.
0: But so. the one thing that's weird is they really can't explain exactly. The detective that found the remains can't really explain exactly how she ended up, up, up coming across them.
1: And it this is apparently what peaks is I like. I, there's like. Again, no real reason for them to even go do this. And yet, here we go. Don't worry, guys. It's going to happen a lot.
0: By the way, the remains belong to uh, Agent Sam Cheney. Brother of Dick. Um, right, and the pregnant detective is named BJ. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's important yeah, because there is the
1: line that yeah. Mulder gives that I'm always intrigued by women named BJ. Like, does he anticipate that she might give him one? Or... <laughs> Now, uh, her baby daddy, whose name is Tillman,
0: when they start sort of questioning her about the about how in the heck she found this body, he's just a sort sort of cop. He like (sighs) in between them to be like, no, no, I've got this. She's a good cop.
2: He's like, I've heard about you, Mulder. Get off my girl.
1: It's like this is maybe some of the creepiest like shit I've seen that Mulder did not initiate. Now uh as
0: Mulder and Scully are looking through the the exhumed remains Mulder also pulls the file on the case that Chaney and Ledbetter were are investigating when they were when they disappeared Ledbetter was Chaney's partner
1: Okay I'm sorry his name was Ledbetter yep. Are you fuck No what He was a better leader Oh my god Is He yellow
0: uh the, oh. they were apparently <laughs> investigating the rape and the rape and murder of three women who had been found with the word sister slashed
1: onto into their chest and you know written on the wall in blood because you know that's what you do right like i'm sorry everyone i i thought i had something sarcastic here but i just i can't even
0: <laughs> now uh they do discover several cuts on cheney's uh, rib cage during during the autopsy and it's not a really great autopsy for scully because it's nothing but bones no juicy parts for her yeah, to yeah she into. she
1: prefers the juicier kinds well wait is this also the one wait is this the scene where she's eating the fried chicken like anyone else catch that like she is just like eating food like this is like they got something to go from like the red museum episode I
2: could, I could totally see her holding like a human rib in one hand and a chicken wing in the other and yeah, like mistaking like, the two when she goes to take a bite
1: oops <laughs> like it, it, is that the scene where she's eating fucking chicken or something and you were like we should get fried chicken like yeah. that is what inspired us. you were like we should get it and then we realized we live in a town where we can't get fried chicken and um on that
2: day scully found that she loved the taste of uh <laughs>
1: And that in itself is the next episode of the X-Files.
0: Uh, well, anyway, the, uh, scra- the, the marks on her chest uh, sound like that. They might say something like sister, but they're not entirely consistent with marks found in the, on, on other victims uh, until BJ comes in and realizes that the name, that the word chart carved on his chest is not sister, but
1: brother. I feel yes. like this is just fucking logical though. Like There's some
0: kind of instinctual understanding.
1: But even I thought that and I I don't remember seeing this episode before. I mean, yeah, I mean if it's like why would his why would would you call call a male victim? Yeah, why would you call a male victim sister? Because he's a bitch. With certainly but like this isn't even (laughs) like this doesn't make any goddamn sense though. Like how are you able to do this? Like the human skin is not that like Ah, At this the science. At this
0: point, BJ reveals the pregnancy and affair with Tillman to Mulder and Scully.
2: No, no, no. Over- she, she, she has to leave the room and then Scully like chases after and she like goes after in the bathroom and like clairvoyantly is like, you're pregnant. And it's that dude. And she's like,
1: yeah. How did you know? Dude. And Scully's like, I'm a witch. <laughs> that's like, that's my only explanation is that the aliens gave her witch powers. Like, you're pregnant, aren't you? How did you know I'm a witch? No, it's not even being a witch. She's Irish Catholic. I can smell a pregnant woman from fifty yards away because I'm I was raised Irish Catholic. We're gonna have to field test this, aren't we? Pregnant, pregnant, not yay. Like <laughs> uh, speaking of
0: Tillman, he comes in wondering where in the heck they got a hold of those pictures because apparently uh, there's, an, a cri- there, there's a current There there is a current murder being investigated with the same
1: M.O. Which you would think, and this is just me, you would think this would be a more important reason to call the FBI out. Oh, you found a dead FBI agent from like 70 years ago? That's great. There's a copycat serial killer wandering around right now. Well, yeah, I mean, you would want to probably bring
0: the FBI in, but you don't know how much cops really don't like giving their cases to the FBI.
1: I'm sorry, I just i have seen way too many episodes of Criminal Minds to be like, where, where are they? Where is the BAU? Why aren't they here? Where's David Rossi being better than everyone when we both know that he's just this Guido from fucking the island or some shit? Hey, Marissa, am I allowed to call people Guido? Um, I guess you have my permission. Okay. <laughs> You're more Italian than I am, that's why I'm asking. 45%, I
2: think.
1: Yeah, as opposed to my, like, six... At this point, BJ claims to have seen the victim in her
0: visions, which involves a man with a rash on his face and a a monument. She sketches out the monument and Mulder recognizes it as the Trilon and Persephone from the uh, 1939 New York World's Fair, which is...
1: Is that the one that they held in Queens to cover up the alien landing? Incidentally, the World's Fair will be in Queens in 2018 for whatever fucking reason. Looking through the old
0: mugshot photos of the time, BJ recognizes the man from her dream. That man has a name and
1: he's still alive. It's Harry Coakley. (laughs) My mistake, everyone. The one that was in Flushing Meadows, Corona Park was in 1964 and 65 and will again be in 2018. My mistake, everyone. That's when the aliens showed up. My mistake. And that's when they'll be back again. Yeah, pretty much. Um,
0: uh, he was apparently arrested in 45 for raping a woman named linda thibodeau and slashing sister onto her chest but she survived
1: <laughs> and then apparently he did not go to jail or stay in jail long because something scully's thought is
0: that the reason that bj has seen this stuff is that she recalled the case from the fact that her father was
1: a cop and may have spoken about it when she was a kid and Mulder's like no that's not weird enough and we were like no that's not weird enough what the fuck is going on here and then we were like this is bullshit well they visit coakley uh who is alive old uh and pretty pissed off that he's
0: alive and old pretty much just sits around watching tv and uh smoking while he
2: you know uses his oxygen tank he he turns the oxygen down when he lights one up
1: that's great oh my god You know, I, I'd laugh, but I actually do know people who do that. So
0: apparently, he's been out of prison since 1993. Is living alone and
1: uh, was at home when the latest murder occurred. Clearly, because he's, he's got that tank. old. He's like 900 years old, and he looks at them and laughs, and he's like, "Really?"
2: You know, he was pretty salty for having to stay at home in his late age. But I was just thinking, I don't know many retired people who have, you know, an entire house to themselves that they can afford to live in and. And this guy's yeah. coming out of prison, too. So out of like, out of prison, too. Where did he have this equity to buy a house? and uh, it's, it was, Well, you see, you, while he was in
1: prison, he uh, he invested smartly, Um, bought stock in IBM. And I... Uh, um.
0: Well, the next scene is the point where she wakes up from the night, where BJ wakes from the nightmare and finds the word sister. Oh, and by the way, I should point out during the scene with Coakley, he continually refers to Scully as little sister. Uh, yeah. Which,
1: I, 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 you know what? I don't like it when people call me darling sugar or honey or dear. I would have probably punched a motherfucker in the face if he kept calling me little sister.
2: She's used to it, though. Mulder Mulder calls her that a lot. Uh,
1: he, Mulder calls her lots of things. There was this one time he called her mommy.
2: Yeah, these cuts, they look exactly like uh, those peel apart Twizzlers. Like oh, my the
1: God, they do. <laughs>
2: Like marissa do you, what do you what do you think what do you make
0: of these are your you, are you resident gore makeup uh, expert here there were some scenes where they were passable and some scenes where they're just
2: absolutely just terrible
0: like they're laughable
1: uh, mm-hmm. they're laughable in scenes
0: uh, she sees a vision of the young coakley reflected in the mirror behind her that but blinks away before she can see it uh she runs to a stranger's home and tears open the floorboards in the basement
1: because nothing in this is going to make any sense, guys. I'm sorry. Just just accept it. And it turns out it's
0: uh, Agent Ledbetter's remains.
1: <sighs>
0: so that's two skeletons. All the skeletons. Coakley is arrested for Ledbetter at this point, but denies that she ever attacked BJ. Because, once again, he's too old to even leave 9, his house. 9,000
1: years old. I. Ugh. But blood found
0: on the latest victim did match Coakley's.
1: Oh, is this where we do that sort of weird genetics thing? And it's like, oh, it's a uh, manner of kin and blah, blah, blah. And no one understands basically how preliminary DNA works here. And uh, they stopped by to visit Thibodeau, who describes her encounter with Coakley in the
0: 1940s, saying that she had um, uh, he came at her with a uh, razor blade and said something like someone's got to pay for this. and so It ain't going to be me. <laughs> right.
1: Something has got to pay for this little sister and ain't going to be me. Yeah, that's that's the line, which I ain't mean, in lines used during attacks. That's actually kind of cool. Um,
0: Mulder finds a photo of her at the previous there. And when she was pressed, she did reveal that um, uh, the rape had resulted in a child.
1: Because it's like this is like some of the most softball, ridiculous,
0: like, ah, uh, and the child had been put on of for- evil. The child had put in foot up for adoption. Turns out that that child was BJ's father. And that child was me. Wait, no. Wait. Mulder realizes that BJ must be the killer. Because how? that... What? what Why? What, how? <laughs> because he is operating on genetic memories.
1: Okay, so basically Mulder skip is... a generation? Okay, so basically Mulder is working on the idea of genetic memory because we're, like, Fifteen to twenty years away from fucking uh, Assassin's Creed or some shit.
2: Yeah, and you know what's funny? Genetic memory. Right now, we're, we've just gotten to the, the understanding that maybe this is pretty much where instinct comes from. Like, there's the studies with the mice where they put them on in a cage and they shock them when they spray them with lemons spray or whatever, and their progeny will then have a fright or a heightened sense of awareness when they encounter the the lemon substance. So they they were able to show how it can genetically pass through certain traits but nothing like nothing Cerecular like killerism. this no right? this is this is way too far
0: you don't like pass homicidal urges down from uh, uh, okay maybe maybe the urges might pass but not the direct modus operandi no, no, of, of, I mean, of committing like, this a crime is, thing, is right.
1: like a, i mean this is a part of the great debate it's like do you make serial killers or are they you know is, it, uh, it, is there this intrinsic you know anger kind of thing well no i mean like like yeah charles manson's childhood was pretty fucking shitty that's not why he killed I, I mean in the same regard that you know charles beaumont had pretty much the same childhood and so did jack nicholson and one of those guys didn't kill anyone i i'm not entirely sure jack nicholson doesn't have a few bodies buried in his backyard but this is what i'm saying is i'm wondering i i yeah i
2: get that too and i wonder if maybe it's not kind of both like maybe if someone has that type of mindset and then they're also given that environment they're able to go off the yeah. deep end because you get crazy people who who don't end up killing people and you're like wow you could just as easily kill somebody but somehow they just keep it together and don't
1: yeah I mean that's it, there's this whole like and he gives that whole sunflower seed bullshit speech and I, I can't it's like no 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 please don't please don't you're you have a degree in psychology, Mr. Mulder. You have a degree in psychology from one of the greatest universities in the world. And this is. You're better than this. <laughs> You're smarter than this.
0: Turns out Mulder is right, though, because BJ. <laughs> because in sort apparently. Of a, in sort of a fugue state, goes to attack uh, Miss Thibodeau.
2: <laughs> what is up with her face? I get genetic memory, but why does she genetically change to have a fucked up face like he did? And then it goes back in the end. But what the hell? What is I, that? I, I Was that, that
0: supposed to be symbolic? I'm not sure.
2: Uh, it, she it turned is... into a dude there. Did she grow a dick too when she was attacking her? <sighs> uh, but when she sees the word sister carved
0: into uh, Thibodeau's chest, she stays her hand and instead runs off
1: to try and kill Coakley. Because th- th- nothing makes no. Well, she, nothing... I think she
2: still slashed at her too because she was found laying on the ground or something when Mulder and Scully
1: Yeah, they found her, her when they were like, oh, God, she's going to go kill her. And nobody's explaining why. And uh.
0: why was Coakley was Coakley just arrested, uh, just released for being too old?
1: Pretty much, they were like, yeah, "Okay, she's back at his house." Is,
0: but she comes to 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 off him, and he's. It's
1: like this is too sad for us to even do. Go away, old man.
0: Mulder and Scully arrive. I think a bit too late to save Coakley, which I'm don't which I don't think anyone's losing any sleep over.
1: It's like, oh no, the the bad man who may or may not have who was who kind of a douchebag is dead. But uh, she gets the
0: drop on Mulder and is about to um uh, give oh, is him the. Oh, this one
1: of those great Mulder fight scenes?
0: Uh, she's about to give Mulder <laughs> like the like his last shave, you know.
1: Like she is Sweeney <laughs> about to fucking give him the, Todd, yeah. About yeah. To Sweeney
0: Todd, Mulder, right in the neck. But Scully and uh, Tillman compel her to stop. I'm not quite sure why, but um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: You can't! They're the ones who are building the story around.
0: Why? Yeah, Coakley dies, and that sort of seems to satisfy her bloodlust, and she, you know, stops short of, you know, killing the Mulder. <laughs> the Mulder.
1: Kill the Mulder.
2: <laughs> the Mr. Mulder. Senior Mulder.
0: BJ is placed in a psychiatric ward and put on suicide watch after she
2: attempts to abort her own baby. This episode was such a fucking downer.
1: This is a terrible fucking episode. Yeah, it's like
0: uh, it wasn't it, it, there wasn't anything great about it. There there's nothing like, you know, really uplifting or anything that I can that I, that I could find that I really enjoyed. Uh right. the, the, the the even the paranormal stuff was on kind of shaky ground. I, you don't quite understand why he would try to kill Thibodeau again and th- she would try to kill Thibodeau and then go after Coakley.
2: Why try to kill Coakley? Well, here's the thing. She got pregnant. Okay, mm-hmm. here's, the, here's the story we're missing. She got pregnant and then when she went and told the baby daddy, he essentially, you know, he sloughed her told- off. So then she had a, a crazy hormonal uh, episode where she broke out in hives and tracked down whoever it was in her family and tried to kill them for whatever, you know, psychotic thing. That That seems again like
1: that's a way more interesting story than what we were presented i just it's like the this would have been a perfectly good explanation for what the hell is going on and nobody did that i can't think of anything positive or negative to say it's just like eh. like there's a better and more interesting story which could have been oh hey is it genetic memory or is it because basically she's having an affair with a married guy and he told her to get an abortion there was a better way to have done this and and, and it really <laughs> was not what was given to us at all in any concept yeah uh, we'll get to the reviews now because um, uh, I think we just want to get it done I think I fell asleep halfway through this podcast about <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I think that maybe the most positive thing that this episode did was that Marissa got maybe a good nap while we were recording for it. Precious. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, uh, let's disseminate the information that you need. First off, the FBI basement is a part of the Medicinal Mass Network, which uh, Valentine is going to tell you all about right
2: now. Brand new content put up on our Patreon page. Head over to patreon.com slash the FBI basement and become a subscriber. And then go on over to uh, the medicinalmass.com website and listen to all that shit. It's free. Oh, What
0: what, what Patreon content have we got for, for them this week,
2: Val? Oh, we have, uh, let's see. We have one of us chiming in together for an afternoon. You know what? I'm just going to leave it up for uh, people who want to. At least pay a dollar.
0: (laughs) We've got Patreon content coming up. Also, if you're a fan of the written word, you should check out the Department of the Arcane book series and others written by my wife, Shannon. Hmm. What?
1: What did you want me to do? I write books and they can find those at schuffrights.com. I almost just gave a forward slash there for no reason at all. Or they could also, of course, always go to the Amazon and look for a C. Huff and uh, I got things coming. The Amazon stuff is coming. Hmm. Good stuff.
0: And uh, to tell you all about how you might commission some fancy art from the Oddite Delight. Here's Marissa.
2: I'm, I'm doing that right now. <gasps> literally right? right?
0: on like all of social media. Just like pay me and I'll make you something. <laughs> 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 You'll draw stuff that is S SFW and NSFW. Boobies will be involved.
2: If it's one boob, it only it doesn't
1: count as not safe for work, though.
0: Oh, that is true. Uh, where where does side boob sit with that? <laughs> side boob. That's that's
2: family. Uh, that's
0: family safe. All right, side boob is family safe here.
2: With on okay.
1: side. On a scale of one to three boobs,
0: yeah. All right. Well, it's time to give the scores, the final score, the verdict of this episode. And uh, I'm going to give this one one half of a botched psych ward abortion.
1: Ew. 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 I'm just going to disinherit it, this book. This is no longer in my will, this episode. Uh, Valentine.
2: I'll give this one uh, one one bag of untwistable Twizzlers that Uh, I can use. uh, uh. And Marissa. I give this episode one out of many episodes where the plot is somebody is being psychically affected by a killer.
1: Oh, my God. You're right. This isn't even the first step. Yeah, this is not going to be the last time we see this. Oh, God. Uh, coming up next uh, next week on the uh, FBI basement. Uh, join us next time when Mulder and Scully get to fight someone who's very more Ed gein than Ed Gein
0: that's right we're going to be reviewing irresistible uh the fbi basement comes to you every thursday give or take Um, maybe question mark (laughs) uh, courtesy of the medicinal mass network (laughs) i'm todd for shannon valentine and marissa i'm gonna let you know that the truth is still out there good night
2: thank you for listening Stay tuned for more from our other shows on the Medicinal Mass Network.
0: All right. the rockiness, rock steady beat of madness. All right.
1: Senior Maltaire.